gentlemen, now it's too late with Alan Mosley. Guys, welcome back to the show. It is too late with it Alan Mosley. Um, you know, I I saw in the chat from last week yeah. that some people were they they watched the intro video uh-huh. and yeah. then immediately we were already getting the messages from people saying, "Is that is that what Columbia, Tennessee looks like?" Yes. <laughs> it does not. No, look <laughs> da- damn it, Blake. Why? You're the worst, man. Why am I the worst? You're supposed to say, "Yeah, that's footage from right outside the studio." <laughs> this no. look at look outside the window of my office. <laughs> that that's Columbia. Oh come on. Look, <laughs> look. That that's that's yeah. That, that's Mule Town, USA, right there, buddy. Yeah, that's that's this is happening in real time yeah, because we're live, time. of course. Absolutely, that's we what that's live. the city. Look, we're yeah. all abuzz with excitement. That's right. That, yeah, really. So anyway, <laughs> you know what I was excited for this what past were you excited weekend? For? I was excited for the XFL. Did you really? watch any of the XFL? You know, I heard good things. Good things. So so we actually talked about the XFL on okay. this last week's yeah. uh, episode of Sports Ball. We talked about the they have some interesting rule changes okay. and talked about kind of just the the product on the field yeah. and the production values. I was actually pleasantly surprised at how good it was. Oh, good. good. Uh, of course, it it really lines up for me and Mike Meharry because Mike is a, a a fan of Tampa Bay sports, and okay. of course the Tampa Bay Vipers lost their first game. Ooh. And of course me, I'm I'm for the NFL. I'm a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. And the Dallas Renegades, they're a team in the XFL. Okay. They lost their first game. Uh, so we're we're right on yeah, pace. Yeah. Right. We're right on pace. That's exactly <laughs> where we want it. Okay. Now, I, I, let me tell you the one thing that kind of stood out to me as that a little it. bit confusing. Yeah. I noticed that the DC Defenders were trending on Twitter. There's their okay. logo right there. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. a neat logo. It's, yeah, it's yeah, unique. It's cool. You know, it's cool. it's not yeah. like anyone else. But they were trending on Twitter, but it wasn't because of their performance, which which okay. would have been justified. They had a big opening week win, good, um, good attendance at the stadium, uh-huh. uh, led by Cardell Jones, who was a uh, championship winner at Ohio State. So that could have been the story, uh-huh. but that wasn't the story. Really? Have you ever noticed how teams will have like their little hashtag slogan? Yeah. Like the Titans yeah. here in like, Nashville. Like the tighten ti- up, yeah. The Titans are hashtag tighten up. Yeah. yeah. So if you see tighten up on trending on Twitter, it must right. be game day. They're talking about the <laughs> yeah, Titans. Yeah. Uh, the DC Defenders have one. Okay. And what is it? It's hashtag defend the DMV. What? You're kidding me. That's a joke, right? Now, I Googled this because oh, yeah. I, I was like, come on. This has to be a joke. <laughs> that sucks. So apparently, this is what I've read. So okay. if you're in chat and, and you're watching the show, uh-huh. leave, us, leave us a comment and let us know. If you're from the D.C., uh, Maryland, Virginia area, let us yeah. know if this makes sense. I, okay. They were saying that people in that area refer to DMV uh-huh. as D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Like the geographical region, that's oh, okay. the DMV. Okay. Well, then what do they call the DMV? So it's so it's it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like protect our house, yeah. defend our home okay. field. It's hashtag defend the DMV. Okay. Now, I get that that makes sense if yeah. you call, if that's what you mean by the DMV. Right, if that's your region, yeah. No one thinks that. No. Everyone knows the DMV is this. Ooh. That's the DMV. Yeah. It's just rows and lines. It's just sweaty oh, people waiting for all of like oh, two like reps. Smell that room. Yeah, like like oh. like eight hundred people are waiting in oh. three lines for mm. their licenses or whatever, oh, and their Lord. incorrect paperwork. It's just like oh. everyone hates the DMV. Yeah. So whoever's idea it was to make their little hashtag, hashtag defend the DMV, yeah. 
fire that guy. Yeah. This actually, look at look at this again. Look at have, have you have you got your real ID yet? You know what? I actually I actually take that back. Okay. The fact that we're sitting here talking about it means it worked, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. Damn it. We so so fire that guy and he can come work for us. <laughs> That's right. What what would ours be? Do you think? What what's our hashtag for for us? Uh, we rule. Hashtag we. Boy, you really dug deep for that one, Blake. Come on, come on. You can't do that. How am I supposed to react? Remember, guys, when a new episode of It's Too Late with Alan Mosley comes on, go on Twitter and say, loving the show, hashtag we We rule. rule. (laughs) I don't know. All right. So, anyway, the other bit of news before we yes. move on from the monologue. Sure. Last night was the New Hampshire primaries. Okay. I don't. I don't, I don't want to really get too much into the primaries. Sure. Uh, Bernie Sanders won. Oh, uh, yeah. The mainstream media is trying to pretend that he didn't. There you go. You know, big surprise there. Yeah. But for me, I know a lot of people are disappointed, especially the Yang gang. Okay. Andrew Yang has suspended his campaign for the oh, presidency. No. Yeah. I know that. So that that image right there yeah. was from the front of his website. He today. looks so dapper. Look at him. It's all right. Yeah. So, so I wanted to kind of do like you know, like the little compliment sandwich thing, where like yeah. you say one good thing along with a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. And and I wanted to say the one good thing about Andrew Yang is he definitely came off as not a sociopath, oh, yeah, which is usually pretty that. typical of politicians. Yeah. He generally came off as a pretty decent guy, seemed like a nice family man, and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I don't fault him for that. I think some people were drawn to him because he seemed genuine. Yeah. And 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 I can I can appreciate that. Okay. Um, on the other hand, he built his whole campaign on the whole you know thousand dollar a month UBI oh, yeah. thing. That's right. Yeah. And so and so it's it's so it, it was really less that he was the right man for the job, and it was really more vote for me, I'll give you stuff. Yeah, that's, that's what it really cool. was. Yeah. But have no fear, Yang Gang members out there. Uh-huh. From what I understand, normally when one gang kind of dissolves, yeah. its former members get picked up into other local gangs. Yeah, yeah. So if you were a member of the Yang Gang and uh-huh. you're new, looking for a new home, um, probably try the Bloods of the Crips. Oh, look, yeah. mouse pads. You think those are mouse pads? They look like mouse pads. I don't want us to get <laughs> shot because we called their things mouse pads. Aren't those bandanas though? They're just like yeah, they're bandanas. Bandanas, man. You know, I had. I mean, when I was a little yeah. kid, I had bandanas, and yeah. I wasn't a gangster. Yeah, we used to tie those around our legs or our head. You know, remember Bruce Springsteen wore the red one in his back pocket? Mm-hmm. Well, that's because that's because Bruce Springsteen is a well-known blood. Oh. Oh, oh okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> all right, well, get, get get all that stuff out of here. So, anything uh, I, I wanted to finish with this before we go to the to the break. Sure. Is you hear this same phrase from people all the time? They always say, "We got to get back to the Constitution. Yeah, what Constitution, about the man. principles of the founding?" Yeah, so, first of all, if you haven't noticed that that doesn't matter anymore, yeah. um, I'm sorry. Uh, but anyway, on top of that, I I feel people like I get that they see. That it seems like the presidency is just a race of who can promise the best goodies out of the government grab bag. Yeah. It's just a race to give away free, free, free hard quotations, stuff, yeah. free mm-hmm. stuff. And people wonder, how did it get this way? Yeah. I'll tell you how it got this way. It got this way because of Americans. Ooh. It got this way because of Americans. Because at the end of the day, Americans are constantly asking the president or Congress to give them things that neither of them is authorized to give per the Constitution. So don't be surprised, then, if the candidates that rise to the top 
are the ones that openly and brazenly say, you know what, I'm just going to ignore that silly Constitution stuff and I'll give you whatever you want. But, you know, it reminds me of that Angel Mencken quote, you know, they'll give it to you good and hard, right? Oh, they will. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, guys, we will be right back after this commercial break. So, guys, we don't have four commercial breaks yet. No! So we're back for a live commercial break. Yes, we are. (laughs) We, believe it or not, we are one month and a couple of days away from episode 100. Yes, sir. We are going to be filming episode 100 live here at Osborne Studio and Sound in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee, Saturday, March 14th. From 6.30 to 9.30. That's right. Um, it'll definitely start at 6.30. I don't know. It's, it'll end when we're finished. <laughs> yeah. That's based largely on how terrible me and Blake are at our job. True. But <laughs> but the important thing is, is that you are welcome to attend. We want everybody to come join in the big milestone of ours. Episode 100 Live, the Saturday, March 14th at 6.30 here at Osborne Studio in Sound, Columbia, Tennessee. Consider going to our old Gold Standard Facebook page, which you can see right there, and RSVP, because seats are limited. We would love to see you here, where there's going to be live music, an awesome show, and you're going to get to enjoy the camaraderie with a lot of other like-minded folks, just like me and Blake. We would love to see you there. Until then, back to the show. Right? Yeah. Man. That's this totally. is the only reason anyone's gonna watch the show is they're gonna be like, I gotta get more of that funk. That funk. That's a That's fat funky. beat. Yes, it is. Do yeah. kids say that anymore? It's no. a fat beat. They don't. Uh, okay. Screw you guys. <laughs> so anyway, you know what time it is, don't you? What time is it for? It's time for the meme of the week. Yes. <laughs> You're so excited. I'm so excited. Meme, meme of the week. So we've got Nancy Pelosi holding Mm -hmm. the infamous speech. What's she looking at? She's looking at Bernie Sanders who says, I'm going to do my best Bernie Sanders. I'm once again asking for you to not rig the primary against me. Really, I think that sounded a little bit more like Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Anyway, give me a friggin' break. I'm not a professional. This is my first day. So anyway, so what does she do with that? Of course, she rips it up. Oh, Oh, I know. You know, know, of course, you know what that's a reference to is that so Bernie Sanders did very well in Iowa. Uh-huh. Some would even say that he won uh-huh. Iowa. Really? But uh, old Mayor Pete wound up getting uh, getting as many or more delegates. Mm-hmm. Then you fast forward to New Hampshire. New Hampshire, Bernie Sanders pretty unequivocally won. And yeah. today in the news, all the headlines were, Bernie loses ground compared to 2016. <laughs> Mayor, Mayor Pete in the lead. Talking about delegates. Like, yeah. It's the the corporate press is the enemy they of the just, people. They just snub whoever they want, don't we, they? Even their own band. It's, we it's we talked about that last week because I don't yeah. I don't really want to rehash yeah, yeah, that because yeah. I don't really have a lot of sympathy for Bernie because right. he's just a flaming commie. But I but I get I it's more that I'm sympathetic for people that are like they they still believe in the system uh-huh. and they're like I'm supporting my guy and I'm looking at the numbers and he's yeah. he should be winning, but like they're going way out of their way to make it so that they prop up other candidates and right, he doesn't win. Right. Like, dude, they're totally going to steal it, right? <laughs> like, like they're, like, they're totally, like, you know, right? Like, they're <laughs> yeah. totally not going to let Bernie Sanders <laughs> no. win. Um, 
Yeah. So you asked me this. You asked me this before the show. Okay. You said, "Who do you think? Who do you think it's going to be?" Right. Who, yeah. Who do you think is going to win this? Um, I, if I had to guess, I would say that I think it'll be Bernie. You serious? I think it'll be Bernie, but I can also see the scenario where the DNC totally rigs it so that Bernie cannot win and they prop up another candidate. Like, I could see uh, that. You know, who knows? It yeah, be, it, it, who uh, knows? I mean, we, we can, the only thing we can definitely expect from these guys is absolute chaos. Absolute chaos. Absolute chaos. Oh, so anarchy. Yes. We're not going to go there. Um, so anyway, you know, I, I had totally forgot about this until this week. So, okay. so Anna K, please forgive me. It's, it's Valentine's is this week. Yeah. Valentine's day is the 14th, right? Yeah. That's, That's Friday. Right. Yeah. Today's the 12th. You, you better got your paper hearts cut out and all your happy love yous written on it. You know? Yeah. 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 We have that. Yeah. We have. Yeah. So, so I was, I was flipping through the old interwebs and uh-huh. I was trying to find some Valentine's that would sure. be appropriate okay. for Valentine's day. Sure. Okay. So I found one. So here, so this is the first one. This is a Valentine uh, straight from Ayn Rand. Uh, okay. the, of course, you know, everyone knows uh, author uh, slash philosopher Ayn Rand mm-hmm. who wrote Atlas Shrugged. Look at that and hair. so this is a Valentine by Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand. Yeah. Roses are red, violets are blue. Finish the poem yourself, you dependent parasite. <laughs> <laughs> That's so lovely. Love you know, it. you know what really makes that is that it doesn't rhyme. Yeah. If it had rhymed, it would have been too cute for Ayn Rand. Yeah, I know. But since it didn't rhyme, that really made it. Uh, we have another one. Pull up okay. the next one. Oh. You're so cute, I could just eat you up. Oh, I bet he could. <laughs> with with hot sauce. <laughs> with hot sauce. Sure. I, so there, I don't right? have a I don't have a lot of experience with cannibalism like you do, Blake. <laughs> but you, so you're going on record tonight, Blake, as saying no, no, that no, when no, you no. eat other people, you use hot sauce. Oh yes, of course. No. <laughs> and then finally, we have one more from okay. former President Bill Clinton. Oh, Bill Clinton is. says, "I would gladly admit to having sexual intercourse with you." I'm sure he would. Do, do you have a good Bill? Do you have a good Bill Clinton impression? I did not have sex with that woman. So the answer is no, then. You then don't have a good... No, because you know Bill was like, I would gladly admit to having sexual intercourse with you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm he's not really hard. good at it. I just know yeah. that I'm better than he, you He's really it. hard, yeah. I, yeah. You're no, it's really me, easy. Sure. He's a really easy impression to do. <laughs> Um, not for you, apparently. Not for us. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, guys, let us know on Facebook. Type at Blake Osborne. Let him know what you think about his Bill Clinton. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> um, so, anyway, one more quick thing in our little funny yeah. segment mm-hmm. today. Uh, everyone knows this logo, right? Everyone, no, well, no, I, I've never seen that. I've before. never seen that. I've before never in my seen life. that before mm-hmm. in my life. Of course, that's. I've, I've been told that that's the logo for Pornhub. Okay. I've never been there myself. You sure? Yes. Okay. Just checking. But I've never been there myself. <laughs> but anyway, there was a there was an article in the news recently. Uh, okay. Go ahead and pull up this bit of the article right here. Oh, it was okay. a it was a lady who was writing saying that Pornhub needs to be shut down. The government needs to step in, Blake. Yes. The government needs to step in and shut down Pornhub. Shut down. Now her reasoning for this was that there was uh, recent uh, abuse and se- and sex trafficking. And, and it was discovered because some videos of underage girls that were being abused came up on Pornhub. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm very sympathetic to that, right? Okay. Like, I'm yeah, sympathetic yeah. to that's a terrible thing. We don't want that to happen. 
Now, okay. I, I want to I'll read a little bit right here. Okay. So there was a case of 22 women who were deceived and coerced by Michael Pratt, owner, owner of Girls Do Porn. That's a really creative name. Oh, it? yeah. Into performing sex acts on film that were subsequently uploaded to Pornhub. These women sued and won a $12.7 million lawsuit. Take that, Bird. Oh, man. According to a federal indictment, Pratt and his co-conspirators, co-conspirators, produced child pornography and trafficked a minor. Pratt reportedly fled the United States for New Zealand and is currently wanted on a federal warrant. Wow. There are other individuals complicit in these crimes who should also be wanted by law enforcement, CEO Ferris Antoon and COO David Tassillo of MindGeek, the Canadian-based company, technically headquartered in Luxembourg for tax purposes. I like how they put that in there. That owns Pornhub. You see, Pornhub is complicit in the trafficking of these women and minors and probably thousands more like them. Now, I don't know if it's fair to say they're complicit because Mm. it appeared there. Pornhub is generating millions in advertising and membership revenue with 42 billion visits and 6 million video uploads per year. Wow. (laughs) Yet it has no system in place to verify reliably the age or consent of those featured in the pornographic content. Get get, get that out of there. So... The reason, the reason why this caught my eye, because I, I had never heard of Pornhub before. Ah, yeah, no. That's new to me. The, yeah. the reason why this caught my eye is that the, at the end of the day, there's two, there's two things wrong with this. Now, look, what those people did is criminal and mm-hmm. disgusting, yeah. and, and they, they should get what they deserve. Right. But there's two things wrong with the, the tone of this article. Mm-hmm. The first one is, is that when you say Pornhub should be shut down, what are you really saying? What you're really saying is government should do it. Right. Government should shut down Pornhub. Well, you know what that's called? It's called prohibition. Yeah. What you're saying is that government should step in and prohibit this this business, this private activity mm-hmm. from existing, from taking place. It should be regulated slash shut down completely. Right. Now, now a couple of things. First of all, I think we've seen prohibition before, and it not work out so great. Obviously, alcohol prohibition, and of course. I mean, marijuana has been legalized in a bunch of places. It's going to be legalized everywhere. The war on drugs has been a total disaster. It's cost hundreds of millions of dollars and countless lives. Guess what? Big shocker. Prohibition doesn't work. It does. So the the first problem with this in the article is prohibition doesn't work. Right. The second thing is, I'm just, let me ask you this, Blake. I I just have a hunch. Okay. If let's say they did, let's say Pornhub was erased from down the internet memory hole today. Okay. How long do you think it would be before another one took its place? Instant. Instant. Instantaneous. Like, you know, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Like, everyone knows that. $64 million. What? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the stats on the, 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 the I think that was the videos, right? That was yeah. the, the. You don't even want to get into the. No, visit. it said sixty million. Yeah, pull pull that back up. Pull what, up port, that okay. the second one, there. second one down there. Yeah, pull that okay. back up. Uh, um, here we go right here. So forty-two six billion mi- visits gosh. and six million video <sighs> uploads per year. Holy! If how, anyone how does who that knows, compared to YouTube, man. I oh mean, my God! Jeez. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's that's out of the. So the point being is, is that people want it. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. If people want it, they're gonna they're gonna try to find what they want. That's right. That's and there's gonna be board. people out there enterprising yeah. enough to give oh, yeah. people what they want. If people want it, and there's someone willing to provide it, it's gonna happen. Prohibition <laughs> doesn't work. Now, should we 
target people that are involved in sex trafficking? Should we protect underage girls? Of yeah, course we should. Of course. Of course we should. Well, that goes before saying. before I see myself in the news tomorrow with <laughs> local talk show host promotes sex trafficking. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. But what I understand is, is that prohibition doesn't work. It doesn't. Guys, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey, did you see the uh, playoff games last weekend? Oh, you're into the sports ball game. Sports Ball with Mike Meharry and Alan Mosley. Sportsballpodcast.com. Sports Ball is not a libertarian sports show. It's a sports show done by a couple of libertarians. For when you need your bread and circuses. Awesome or is that awesome? Man, just get down in here, dude. It's great. I know. It's a fat beat. I tried to tell everybody. (laughs) Guys, welcome back to the show. So for this desk segment, today, unfortunately for you, it's Bloomberg Palooza. Now, now we had actually done a segment on Bloomberg not too many weeks ago back on the old show where – it's not very hard to find clips of this guy saying ridiculous stuff. Man, soda. So the the first thing I wanted to highlight today is, yeah. of course, everyone knows Bloomberg has kind of jumped into the race a little bit late, uh-huh. and he's a multi bajillionaire, yeah, yeah. old rich white billionaire yeah. who's trying to buy the presidency. Imagine. I've never heard that before. No, no, no never heard did. that before. No. Uh, being constantly caught saying uh, suggestive slash racially yeah. dubious things okay. from time to time yeah. so let's so let's start with the first clip right there so there's oh. there's mike bloomberg and this this actually comes from an article where bloomberg is paying social media influencers yeah. to make him seem cool really so let's pull What's up the text for that pull up the pull up the text right there yeah, so yeah, yeah. bloomberg is paying social media influencers to make himself seem cool so right after the Iowa caucuses, which those went swimmingly, by the way, <laughs> billionaire Mike Bloomberg announced that he intended to capitalize on the chaos from the Hawkeye State by doubling the advertising budget of his presidential campaign. But in addition to a flood of traditional advertising on television, radio, and online outlets targeting Super Tuesday voters, the campaign's advertising budget includes a strategy familiar to every other startup with a ton of cash and questionable business model <laughs> Paying influencers to make it seem cool. That always works. Works every time. <laughs> What's a, What exactly is an influencer? I don't know. What is an influencer? Are you an influencer? Oh, good Lord, no. <laughs> I, 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 you already... Why are you, why are you doing this to me? I don't know. Are we I influencers? Mean, no. We're so, producers, right? We create something. We're content creators. Yeah, yeah. We're content well, creators. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a talk show host, you're damn it. You're a talk show host. That's and right. you're... A producer. Blank. I think so. Yeah. 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 I I don't know what, like, at what level of social media do you have to be where this person's an influencer? I think that's entry level. Right? We should we should find out if we can get the Bloomberg campaign to pay us our like hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, like I yeah. I'll totally I'll, I don't care. Like this is technically talking about him, right? Yeah, Bloomberg is so cool, you guys. He pays people to say so. That's right. Oh, 
right there. Yeah, yeah. You see that right there? <laughs> right you should have that tattooed on your hand. It says pay up sucker. You know. But you know what? I've I've always been a big fan of we should really hear it from the horse's mouth. Sure. Like I don't I don't like you guys shouldn't listen to me to find out what you think about no. old Mayor Bloomberg. No. You should let Bloomberg speak for himself and draw your own opinion. Now, a lot of you guys may remember Bloomberg, you know, something that he was really uh, popular for when mm -hmm. he was mayor of New York was the whole stop and frisk policy, oh, yeah, which went that. so well and yeah. everyone really respected the police <laughs> and minorities were totally not unfairly challenged. That went well. <laughs> Play the clip from Michael Bloomberg. But you come back, frisk. is this business, it's a couple of, uh, uh, one newspaper and one news service, they just keep saying, oh, it's a disproportionate percentage of a particular ethnic group. That may be, but it's not a disproportionate percentage of those who witnesses and victims describe as committing the murder. In that case, incidentally, I think we disproportionately stop whites too much and minorities too little. Well, it's exactly I, the reverse of what they say. They are, I, I don't know where they went to school, but they certainly didn't take a math course. Well, ex exactly or so. Or a logic course. Uh, absolutely. And I think, as I said, most New Yorkers like it the way it is. Huh? So. Wait, what? <laughs> first of all, I, this, is, this is a production thing. Yeah. Did you notice how the cameraman zoomed in a little bit on him? Yeah. Like, He's that like, was. What? Now, now, Blank, you're a professional. I bet you're going to know yeah. this. You're going to know exactly what I'm about to say. <laughs> Didn't the cameraman zoom in on him because the cameraman was thinking, oh, he's saying something terrible. We got to get this. Yeah. We got to get exactly this. <laughs> we gotta get zoom this. in to bring attention to what he said. Oh it's like, so what? Wow. Now, this is this. Just, this whole thing just strikes me as so odd Ugh. because you've got this. You've got this rich, old billionaire white guy yeah. who now he's running for the Democratic nomination and there's already writing on the wall that the DNC is kind of kind of giving them a little bit of a yeah. boost. They yeah. they definitely don't want Bernie. Uh -uh. Um, you know, if Mayor Pete can't get it together and get enough people to vote for him, then we'll just we'll just we'll just give the nomination to Bloomberg because oh, he gosh. can beat Trump. That just strikes me as so yeah. odd because Again, I'm not, it's not a matter of what I personally believe in. I'm just kind of, I'm just painting with a broad brush here, sure. right? Yeah. So you've got the Democratic Party that's kind mm -hmm. of branded itself as the party yeah. of social yeah. justice, yeah. as the party for the disenfranchised, the minority, yeah. Yeah. Um, for the poor and the dispossessed. Yeah, and, and they're the party who wants to fight against greedy corporate capitalists. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and what's uh, Bloomberg's, Bloomberg's hashtag is put the United back in the United States, which is yeah. the cheesiest garbage yeah. ever. But the thing is, is that I'm not even judging them that if, if that's what you're into, that's not what you're into. That's not even what I'm talking about. Right. What I'm talking about is, is that if that is how you identify, if that's the political camp you are in, why on earth would you support Bloomberg of all people for the nomination <laughs> for that political camp's right. nominee? When that guy is on tape everywhere, he had some of the most onerous policies when he was mayor of New York. Yeah. He, in his own words, said, if anything, we should be targeting the minorities more. It's just the math, you guys. We have to go after the blacks. I mean, that's wow. basically what he said. That's what he said. That's a clip of his yeah. own coming out of his own yeah. mouth. Yeah. And so it just strikes me as so odd that the party who is anti-Trump 
anti-billionaire buying his way into politics, supposedly anti-corruption, right. pro-little guy. How could you support that? That is who Mayor Bloomberg is down to. I'll tell you what, you can go to the last clip. This is who Mayor Bloomberg reminds Ooh, me yeah. of. Hey, I got that same shirt. I like how that's your reflection. <laughs> oh, I've got that same shirt. Which one, by the way? You know, uh, about Trump's, Trump. Bloomberg's, yeah, Bl yeah, yeah. Bloomberg, okay. Yeah. You've got that same shirt as Bloomberg. I wonder how good those guys are at golf. I'm sure they've had plenty of practice. Yeah. The point, yeah. The point of it is, is that pull, pull that picture back okay. up. Okay. I would cha challenge anybody, tell me the difference between those two guys. One's taller? Sure. Maybe it's that. Leave it up to Blake. <laughs> Leave it up to Blake to have the answers. Because one's, there's nothing else different about them. Well, yeah. No, you're completely right. I mean, that's pretty much it. One's taller. You're, that's about the only thing difference you can find. I, it's just, it's so funny that there are there are left-wing voters out there yeah. and DNC yeah. officials out there who genuinely think that the strategy to beat Trump is to have our own. And play golf with him. I like how you ruined my little thing is I said, I said, you said to beat Trump is to have our own. And then you yell and to play golf with him. <laughs> I can't do this show. We got to take a commercial. I can't even talk to you anymore. We're taking a commercial break. talking politics with a friend and told if you don't like it here you should just move to Somalia well ladies and gentlemen from the sandy beaches of Mogadishu Sherry and I bring you postcards from Somalia one of the newer products of Little L Productions where we take on all of the fallacies of the people who say if you don't like it you can just get out I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like you got to add that we gotta do that. in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's like rock star, you know? I noticed. Did you notice in the uh, the postcards from Somalia commercial yep. that's totally old that we're going to be redoing soon? <laughs> did, you, did you do you notice that my hair is almost back to where yeah. it was back yeah. then? Yeah. It's almost there. It's curlier there. now though. It looks so much more substantial. It's it's nice. It's, yeah. it's substantial. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm dead serious when I tell you this. I actually had people write me and really? say, don't you dare cut your hair. Oh, if yeah. you do, I will quit watching your show. Well, yeah, like, 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 it would be like Felicity Huffman. You'd just be, you know, you'd just tank. It would just be over. Don't cut your hair. You're the only person on planet <laughs> Earth who has ever said, Alan, you're just like Felicity Huffman. <laughs> no, you're not like her. Okay. I'm just... She's cuter. Sorry. What happened to this segment already? <laughs> I feel like you're attacking me. I'm We're trying to finish you. the show. But your hair is as sexy. No, it's too late now. <laughs> it's too late now. Mute yourself. Anyway, have you ever noticed the bumper stickers on people's cars where like they, they hate all politicians and they think politics is stupid? Yeah. So the, have you seen the, the bumper stickers where they like, say like giant meteor 2020? Yeah. Like yeah. end it all. Ooh, we're all going to die. Like, yeah. Believe it or not, this is why I have this on the show today. This is okay. not a joke. They okay. actually did a poll about Giant Meteor 2020. Pull this up. So this was during this was oh. in New Hampshire. A good majority of the New Hampshire Democrats are feeling existential right about now. According to a poll from the University of Massachusetts at Lowell, 64% 
almost two thirds of Democratic wow. voters would rather see, quote, a giant meteor strike the earth, extinguishing <laughs> all human life, end oh, quote, wow. than President Trump reelected. Oh, my God. The poll was conducted January 28 to 31, also shows about half of independent voters say the same thing. How New Hampshire voters feel about the death of humanity does coincide with how well they're materially doing well on the planet. Really? 69% of respondents making under $50,000 a year say they'd be cool with blowing up. Really? Only 49% of those making more than $100,000 say the same. Oh my goodness. Younger voters also seem to be more fed up with the world than older voters. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway. I... I, I'm I'm sure I'm I, I mean I'm I think I am I'm sure that most of those people voted in that poll sure. as a joke like I, they don't actually would rather see a giant meteor extinguish all human life yeah, on that, Earth right than Trump get reelected. Now look, I don't I don't have a dog in the fight. Okay. I endorse no political candidate on this show, which means I kind of like endorse every political right. candidate. For marketing purposes. Okay. But I don't have a dog in the fight. But I can tell you one thing. What? No matter who wins the election, uh -huh. that will not drive me to mass genocide. No. I will not want to commit suicide. <laughs> I will not want to see a giant meteor destroy <laughs> Earth. No. Because my guy didn't win. Yeah. Like, that's that's it's so ridiculous. on its face ridiculous. But I, I, will, I will say this, though. Uh-huh. I will say this. Okay. Let's say Trump does get reelected. Okay. And I, and I don't know if I'm ready to say that's my prediction of what will happen. Okay. But let's say Trump gets reelected. Do you remember Do you remember when he won in 2016, all the people that were saying they were going to move to Canada? Yeah, none of them did. They didn't? No. I have a feeling the meteor is not going to bail us out. Nope. I think you're right. I think I'm right, too. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway. Have you heard the news? What What news? The news. Uh, Huey Lewis like, in the news, of course. Oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so so Blank and I are both music guys. We yeah. work in a studio, we're both musicians, we've mm -hmm. both been in concerts, you know, sure. love music, and we all have our different like musical influences that mm -hmm. kind of like helped shape us yeah. either at different times or different things we may have written or just, just mm -hmm. overall our musicianship. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Huey Lewis, man. Yeah. Do you have pull up pull up there so that's that's Huey Lewis back yeah. in the good old days. Look that's that Huey Lewis in. from yeah. Huey Lewis in the news. Every yeah. what what was your favorite uh, what was your favorite Huey I, Lewis? You song? know, Happy to Be Stuck with You is one of the songs that I okay. really dug. You know, okay, cool. I like that. Yeah, I like the music you. video with the boats and the little island and the you know. Are you are you are you gonna are you gonna sing everybody a no. a, a quick bar from the song? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no? Uh, you coward! No, you coward, Blake. <laughs> Guys, everyone in chat, at Blake Osborne, let him know what a coward he is for not giving you his rendition of his favorite yes, Huey Lewis song. Yes, it's true. I'm happy to be stuck with you. I'm a little pitchy. <laughs> <laughs> but my hair will never no, do No, 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 it, no. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I think mine is If This Is It. Really? I think that that's my Great favorite song. Huey Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Like, the thing about Huey Lewis in the news is, it's like, it was feel-good music. Yeah. Like, it brings a smile to your face. It Absolutely. makes you think of, like, good times. Yeah, yeah, When yeah. you think of Huey Lewis. And he has so many great hits, man. 
The reason why I actually had him to end the show today is that mm-hmm. there's there's actually this article in Esquire okay. um, that, that is about Huey Lewis and okay. that apparently Huey Lewis kind of was going through a hard time. Mm-hmm. Um, you, can, you can go ahead and pull up the picture in the, the article title. There so you can find this in oh, Esquire, wow. guys. It's, it's free to read. Look the story that. of Huey Lewis is not a tragedy. So look at, look at that picture, man. That's oh, Huey Lewis today. That's Huey Lewis the rancher. Really? Look at that. Look at that. Wow. We looked this up before the show. He's 69 years old. Wow. Nice. Man. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, I did not realize that they even had done an album as recently as 2000, but apparently they did. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, but of course, I mean, their heyday was really in the 80s. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. And if you're ever wondering, like, well, what happened to Huey Lewis? Yeah. Well, of course, you know, he went into acting for a little while. He was, oh, yeah. he was in some shows and some movies and, and yeah. It's all right. It's yeah. all well and good. Yeah. Like, look, I don't fault artists for not like constantly pumping out chart toppers because yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah, you you can you can kill that. So I'm like, dude, like if I if I wrote a song that uh-huh. won a Grammy and yeah. I was a millionaire overnight, I would totally just retire. Yeah, just <laughs> like, would, like, like I'm Howard not Jones, saying yeah. for sure that I would quit music. <laughs> But yeah. I would I wouldn't feel obligated. Right. Right. Like I would be like, I'm rich. Pressure. Screw yeah. you guys. I'm yeah. taking my ball and going home. <laughs> um, so I always kind of felt like that was Huey Lewis's story. And I you come to find out in that Esquire uh, Esquire article, um, he was diagnosed with um, you'll have to help me with the um, with the uh, pronunciation. Meneres. Meneres. Meneres disease. Mm-hmm. It's constant ringing in the ear that never stops. So basically what it is, is that he, he lost hearing in one ear mm-hmm. some years ago. Yeah. And it was, and they, I mean, just because life moves on, I yeah. guess. You're like, well, I got two ears, so who cares, right? Yeah, the other one works, yeah. And then, and then he started to lose hearing. It, he, everything mm-hmm. sounded distorted and mm-hmm. it got to, he couldn't find pitch. He really wow. couldn't perform. Yeah. And, um. And so they diagnosed it with Meniere's disease, and I actually kind of likened it to irritable bowel syndrome, <laughs> where if you if you have digestive problems yeah. and they can't figure out what it is, uh-huh. they just say, "Ah, you've got IBS." The oh, end. Okay. It's it's kind of like that catch-all for yeah. when the doctors don't really know what's wrong yeah. with you. I they feel like that's kind of what Meniere's disease it's almost is. Almost like a cop out. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we're not really sure what's going on with your hearing, so we'll just say you have Meniere's disease. Yeah. It's a really cool article. It talked a lot about how he's he's trying all these different techniques and supplements and stuff, trying to repair it, trying to get back to the point because he really wants to try. He wants one more attempt. Like he yeah. wants to do like he wants to do one more album with sure. the news. Yeah. He wants to crank out one more concert, one, more, you know, just one yeah. more to cap off the career. I really hope he succeeds. Yeah, me too. So everybody there in chat, let us know what your favorite Huey Lewis in the news song is. <laughs> Please do. Please do. And and bonus points if the uh-huh. answer is if this is it because that's yeah. that's the correct answer. <laughs> I should we should have set this up as a poll like Wait, Johnny B. Good and how many other songs he had. Wait, it wasn't Johnny B. Johnny good. B. It was good. Um, the Power of Love, and I get that messed up because the Johnny of, uh, B. Good. Johnny B. Good. Do you know why they did that to me? I know that sounds stupid, but let me explain. Let me explain. Okay, so he was, all right. He did the song in Back of the Future was the ending credits song, right? The Power of Love. And I guess it got messed up because it's something about the 50s and, you know, it happens to me. Whatever yeah. you got to tell yourself, Blake. Yeah. 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 So when you when you get older, like Blake. You know that new sound your mind, that your I Your mind starts you know. to go. So so Huey Lewis has Meneris disease. Blake has yeah. Alzheimer's. But, no, I don't. But, uh, you know, it's okay. <laughs> Th- think it's time for the finale? 
I think it's time for the finale. We'll be right back after a break. Hi, I'm Blake Osborne, owner of Osborne Studio and Sound in Columbia, Tennessee. I've been a DJ for over 20 years, and I'm proud to have been a part of over 1,000 weddings and events all across the mid-state. My clients can expect an exciting experience both for you and your guests. I come equipped with state-of-the-art sound and lighting technology to perform in any environment for any audience. MC, DJ, or videographer, or all of the above. Clients of Osborne Studio and Sound enjoy all these services rolled into one affordable package. When choosing entertainment for your special day, call Blake Osborne of Osborne Studio and Sound at 931-381-1000 or join us on the web at facebook.com slash Osborne Studio and Sound Pro Services. You can like us on Facebook by liking our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash funnybroke. Also, consider following me on Twitter. It's Twitter at Alan M. Mosley. You can also find our entire library of content on our YouTube page. Subscribe to us on youtube.com slash funnybroke. I love this song, man. Yeah, it's Isn't this a, it's a really cool ending finale song? Yeah, you know? it's, it's like going to bed music, you know. You can kind of yeah. relax. And, well, we really have to thank the band because the yeah. It's Too Late Orchestra is playing this right yeah. now. They're, yeah. they're, right, they're right away. They, they really are more attractive than, than, than having to be off camera, but... You know. Is that bit even still in the show? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> we've we've done so, we've done so many different. I don't remember what bits are or are not in the show. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for watching another episode of the show. Please consider following us on social media. As aforementioned, you can also support the show at our Patreon, patreon.com/tgsalanmosley, and we will see you next week.